and had the audacity to give an excuse why he didn't do it. Are you hearing me? Yeah. First of all, the, first of all, first of all, the fact that he gave one, 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 two, and one, five, he explained it. He said, according to their several abilities. Do you understand? He had, it, so, so the, it was not biased. He was not being biased. It was given based on their several abilities. So based on your skill and your talent, a portion is given to you. That's all. Hallelujah. And therefore, he expects you to use it. Hallelujah. So the master said, 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 you were a wicked servant. The father, you didn't even try at all. It's wickedness. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's why we are trying to go to all these places. We are trying. Hallelujah. That's why we are trying to preach. You, you get some preachers, they can, they can preach, they can sing, they can play instruments. Some persons are like that. Preach, sing, play instruments. All in all. Like it is like Apostle Joel. He can play instruments, he can teach music, he's a very great preacher. You understand? So he's his thing. But me, I can't play instruments. And the last time I sing, <laughs> that's how I sang. There was commotion in the church. But at least I can preach. I said, but at least I can preach. Hallelujah. So I cannot say, because I cannot play instruments or, or sing, and other people can do it, I won't preach. According to their several abilities. Hallelujah. So it's better to attempt something. Amen. So let me, I'm talking about attempting, okay? So tonight, let me talk to you briefly about attempt great things for the Lord. Obligations of a Christian. Attempt great things for the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Let's attempt something. Turn your Bible with me to the book of 2 Kings. 2 Kings chapter 7. I'm preaching. That's what I want to know I can do. Hallelujah. That's what preaching I know I can do. Powerful power. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, powerful. I'm a good preacher. That's what I know. Hallelujah. Second Kings chapter 7 verse 1. Let's read. Was, let me read the story. Then Elisha heard. Then, Eli, then Elisha said, Hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord. Tomorrow about this time shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel. Two measures of barley for a shekel in the gates of Samaria. Continue. Then a lord on whose hand the king leaned answered the man of God and said, <laughs> He cheered the whole situation. If the Lord will make windows in heaven, might this thing be? And he said, you see, and he said, Behold, thou shalt see with thine eyes, but thou shalt not eat thereof. Let's finish reading the story. And there were four leprous men at the entering of the gate, and they said to one another, Why sit we here? Let me go back. See, 
learn to believe fantastic prophecies. Amen. You see, some prophecies may sound very fantastic, but believe it. You don't have to understand it to believe it. You see, that was the problem of the. You see, the background that there was famine in the land. Things were tough. There was inflation. Commodity prices have gone up to the, to the point that people were eating their babies. So by, all the, by, by looking at the Wall Street or the Dow Jones or the Nasdaq, there is no way this economy can turn around. Yeah. I mean, we are talking about a point where people are eating their babies. Big time. I mean, a mother. Things were tough. So the, 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 the man of God comes and prophesies that tomorrow there's going to be a massive economic turnaround. That today, like somebody can say that tomorrow there's going to be such a transformation of the American economy. Everybody who works even at McDonald's can afford a plane. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, can you can you believe can you, that's how it was like? That tomorrow, even those who work at McDonald's can afford a plane. cannot buy a car. So somebody comes and says, you can do a, be a cleaner and own a plane. It sounds fantastic. But let me tell you something. Learn to believe in fantastic prophecies. Yeah. It's, also, it's, it's, it's a level of faith. You see, don't try to understand how it will be. You see, leave the how to God. Your duty is to believe. Leave the how to God. Is somebody hearing me? I say your duty is to what? Yeah. Just leave the how to God. How are you, how is it going to be that today you are unemployed, but next week you have a business that you are employing somebody? Somebody, it's a fantastic prophecy. And somebody believe it for yourself. Yeah. Leave the how to God. Don't mock prophecies. Hallelujah. Yeah. Don't mock prophecies. Fantastic prophecies. So, the Bible said, and there were four leprous men at the entrance of the gate, and they said one another, why, is it, why sit we here until we die? Okay, that was the question they asked themselves. Yeah. Attempt greatness. Why sit we here till we die? Okay? Because, because of their leprosy, when you had leprosy, they put you outside the city. Even those who are in the city are dying. <laughs> I hear what I'm saying. Even those who are in the city, they are dying from hunger. Then you who is outside the city. Because the people in the city have to eat. When they are full, then they put the food in the garbage. Then the garbage truck takes it outside and throws it outside in the outskirts. So that you can also go and take, get something out of the garbage. But here, the people inside the area, they are dying. That's how bad it was. So, so the, 
So, what is it? Attempt great things for the Lord. They, 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 they decide, look, if we sit here, we are dying. You understand? So, he said, why sit you here until we die? Continue. If we say, you see, they are thought process. If we say, we will enter into the city, then there's famine in the city. Like, if we want to go back to the city, there's famine. Exactly. Then there's famine in the city. And we shall die there. You understand? And we shall die there. And if we sit here, we die also. All die. I say all die. We sit here. We go back to the city. (laughs) Attempt greetings. If we stay here, we die. If we go back to, we die. Or die. You see, that's the thing about death. Whether you die, whether you die by drowning or gunshot. What, you, see, you see, whether you died in Albert Einstein uh, Hospital in the top floor or you died at Ablekuma Hospital. Or die. <laughs> because I was told in Ghana that people who are, who are relatives here, when they die here, one of the attractions of the funeral is like they put the hospital that's so when they when they, they make the poster in Ghana, so he died at he, he, he died at maybe Newark Beth, Israel. Then when, when the people in the village she say, hey, oh what <laughs> it's like it upgrades the funeral. <laughs> It brings the funeral to another level. The fact that the person died abroad. <laughs> yeah. Then they begin to list the children. And the children, I said they list the children. And I was being told that when the children, USA, 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 Germany, UK, ah, it's not a small funeral. <laughs> So, I've been told that the hospital we died in abroad is very important to them in Ghana, so they can put it on there. It's an achievement. But listen to me whether you died at Einstein, Jacobi, Efian Quanta, or die, be die. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be nice. Hallelujah. Amen. So they said, listen, listen. Now, therefore, come and let us fall onto the host of the Syrians. Okay? Let us fall onto the host of the If they save us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, what is the end result? That we die sitting here, back in the city, or in the Syrian camp, or die, we die. But this is the wisdom. In, so they had three choices. Choice number one, you stay where you are and die. Choice number two, you go back to the city and die. 
Choice number three, you go to the Syrian's camp, then you have two outcomes. The other may save you or you will die. Is somebody hearing me? So, it looks like everything is bad. Okay? Everything is bad. But wisdom is choosing the lesser of two evils. Wisdom is the ability to choose the lesser of two evils. Okay? That is one. And two, so write it down. In any situation where you have options, it is better than no options. So it is always better to put yourself in a situation where you have options. Always make sure that this job you are applying for, this thing you are doing, because you see, options is always better than no option. Because in the third thing, they had a, they, they are too, they, they have a, either they may leave or die. You see, so whenever you have options, go for the options. You see, and so even in your life, always put yourself in a position where you have options. Always. Always. Don't put yourself in the box. Don't stiffen yourself. Just, just always give yourself options. So if, I, if they don't hire me here, I can work here. If, I, if they don't hire me as an accountant, I can work as a mechanic. Always have an option. Even, even, even beloved, if Jonah, if Jonas doesn't work, <laughs> I should stay there. Get yourself options. I say options. Options. You are listening. Listen. <laughs> Just in case Margaret says no, at least Agnes is somewhere. Options. in one basket. Otherwise, he will break your heart. <laughs> because you see, another thing about, you see, when I'm talking about, I should preach here. Eh? You see, when, when people have, see that you have options, they treat you with respect. <laughs> every time they, wisdom, every time they realize that you have options, they treat you. That's why even in a job, in, in a job, yeah. when you are going for a job, when they see that you can work here yeah. and you can work here. Yeah. So and then they will say they will do whatever it takes to keep you. But when you have no option, they stick you in the corner. It's the same with your college application. If you call it based on your score, because you have a, you know, when the, the college see that you have an option to go here or there, immediately they increase the money. Because they want, they want you. And they know that this school wants you. This school wants you. They increase the money. So every time people see that you have options. Look. That is why even. It's a good message. You know. You, you, you know what I said. That's why even in polygamous marriage. The woman respect more than monogamous marriage. That's why, that's why, 
be polygamous marriage. Because as the as the king is coming, first wife, second wife, third wife. Fourth. So when you come to first wife, I want Banku. I am tired. Before, <laughs> before you free, second wife has already brought the bank. <laughs> yeah. 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 But when you are stuck with this one. When you squeeze your face, you are inside. When he's happy, you are inside. When he's annoyed, hey, Christian brothers are suffering. Oh. <laughs> that is why I'm preaching. That is why if you are a Christian wife, you must know that you have a certain power. If you have a Christian, also you have to know that you have a certain privilege. You have a certain privilege, but because because God is expecting you to show kindness and not treat somebody who has no options, not, not put a person because he has no options. That's wickedness. I'm telling them because look when you people polygamous marriage. They bow down. They bow down. They, look, they, I mean, I mean, when, when she knows that next month is her turn, even the way they will clean the room, they will do their bed, they will say, hey, hey! Pacho, Pacho, my Lord. But this one that you can't go anywhere. Yay! But if you are angry, you come to the house. If you are happy, you come to the house. Options. I'm preaching. Please let me preach my message. So what I'm trying to say is that, you know, options. Options. Okay? <laughs> Some brothers are very happy. Pa. <laughs> huh? Do the women have options? Do the women have options? No, no, hold on, hold on. It's a, it's a, it's a good question. It's a good question. No, 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 no. Listen, I'm preaching. Listen to me. Shh. And everything must be based on the Bible. Do the women have options? The, in Romans, the book of Romans said that, and the book of Romans said that, and nature does teach you about the existence of God. That's what Romans says. That you can know that God exists by nature. You understand? The nature talks about God's handiwork and teaches you about options. So the question, do the women have options? The answer is that nature does not teach you that. Every animal is the male lion that has a lot of female lion. The lizard has a lot of, the antelope has a lot of women. The goat has a lot of goats around it. Nature does not teach that. <laughs> As you stay there. So nature does not even teach that. As you move on. <laughs> As you move on, yeah. So, no, I'm coming. So it is, it, so it is natural. You see, it is natural for one man to have a lot of women. But it's unnatural for one woman 
to have a lot of men. Because nature does not teach that. So, 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 I'm coming. So, it takes the presence of the Holy Spirit in a man to stay with one woman. Because it is not nature. I'm preaching to you. It's not nature. So, when you see a man with one woman, it means there's a Christ in him. a Christian sister, it is dangerous to marry an unbeliever. Because he will show you nature. <laughs> I say he will show you nature. <laughs> I say he will show you nature. He <laughs> show you nature. Yeah, 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 and and what? And you can never change them. I'm telling you, because that's nature. That's nature. That is nature. So, so don't, don't, don't be deceived. That oh, I will marry him and change him. No. <laughs> I said no. You cannot change nature. We can close the we can close the service. I tell you, yeah, I can stop preaching. Nature doesn't teach it. So those of you who are making a mistake, the person is an unbeliever, and you think, you see, you cannot. It's like it's like it's like telling an agama lizard stay with one lizard. It doesn't work. <laughs> Anyway, let's move on. Let me see so I can get to my point. This is by the side. Yeah. Yeah. Don't listen to me. My my dear daughters, don't be deceived with an unbeliever at all. No matter how nice he looks, a snake is a snake and it's a snake. No matter how nice the color is, one day it will bite you. You tell them, yeah, because you, you can't, you, you, you can't, you, you cannot change nature. <laughs> yeah, that, that is why it's the Christ in the past. Somebody, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. <laughs> Hallelujah! Amen. Wonderful. So, wisdom is. They say, why should we die? Now, therefore, let us fall unto the host of Syrians. If they serve us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall die. Next verse. And they arose in the twilight. And they arose up in the twilight to go into the camp of the Syrians. They arose. Hallelujah. They arose. Listen. They arose. 
Okay? What did they say? They said, why sit we here till we die? Why sit we here? Why sit we here till we die? The arrows. Listen. Anytime you stop moving, you are dying. The day you stop moving, you begin to die. It doesn't matter what has happened to you, you cannot stop. Tell your neighbor, keep on moving. The day, no matter what has happened to you, no matter how bad your circumstances is, you cannot afford to sit down. You have to get up and keep on moving. The day you stop moving, you begin to die. Look, you see, life, okay, life is not like a soccer match. And I'll explain to you. In a soccer match, when you are playing and you get hit, okay, there are 22 players on the field, or basketball, for other matter. When one player gets hit, the next is the referee blows the whistle. <laughs> Every time somebody gets hit, they blow their whistle for everything to stop. But life is not like a soccer match. The fact that you are down does not mean that life has stopped. They keep on playing. Life is not a soccer match. So the fact that you are down, don't expect everybody to stop and watch you. Keep moving. So it is in your own interest to get up and join the movement. Because life is not a soccer match. Life is not soccer. Life is not basketball. When you are hurt, we stop until they pick you off. Then we continue playing. But life is not like that. When you are hurt, they keep on playing. They keep on playing. So no matter, how, you see, so so it is in your own interest to get up and move. Yes, some things that you are hurt, you've lost a job. Better get up and move. You've lost a child. Better get up and move. You've lost it. Something has happened to you. It's sad. It's painful. But you cannot sit down because the referee is not going to blow a whistle. Everything else is moving on. Yeah. So those of us who are who think that because of what we are going through, everybody should come in. hospital. You are, when, you, they, when they admit you, they come and visit you. Oh, how are you? It's okay. Oh, everything is okay. They bring you oranges, apple. They are chatting with you. Then they, they pull a chair and they sit down. And you, are, you think they will be with you forever. Then come 8 o'clock, you see the fast chargeness. Visiting hours over. <laughs> Suddenly, everybody moves on. The same person who put a chair to start with you will say, bye-bye, bye-bye, I'll see you tomorrow. That's how life is. It is not a soccer match. When you are injured, they don't stop the match. They keep on moving. 
Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Yeah. So don't, 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 you see. So that's that's why I said, why sit here? Look, every time you stop to sit. Look, you fail an exam. Please keep moving. Register again. Take another class. Do something again. Let's keep moving. Is somebody hearing me? Yes. I said, somebody hearing me? Yes. I said, is somebody hearing me? Yes. Yeah. Keep moving. Keep moving. You feel an exam? Keep moving. Yeah. Nobody's waiting for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, your situation. You see, you can explain your situation. It is sad. But it's understandable. But nobody waits for you. My brother must nobody waits for you. This is life. It's moving on. I say it's moving on. Yeah. yeah. The world has not come to a standstill because of your calamity. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. Don't. Pull yourself together. Move on. Yeah. Stop always because, you see, stop being so always begging. Always calling people to how sad your situation is. Be careful. They are moving on. I said they are moving on. Yeah. So, because, because it is the day you stop moving, that's when you begin to die. Yeah, even the tissues in the body, they are in constant motion. So the day you, they are no emotion. Yeah, they, look, you sit down for a long time. That's why you develop ulcer, bed sores, pressure. You are not moving. From you have to keep on turning. If they don't move you, because even the cells, when they don't move, they die. Yeah. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, keep moving. moving. Tell your neighbor, keep moving. moving. Do you know that anything that, you see, God God has a very sense of humor. Anything that you think is a major problem in your life, there's somebody who has the same thing. And they are moving on. That is one when Elijah was whining. I'm the only prophet left. No, 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 no. I'm the only prophet. I'm the one who preaches. I'm the one who does this. This don't care. God said, hey, hey, hey. Chill. Chill. Come. I have 70. I don't even have five. I have 70. So don't think that you are the only one. You see, so anytime you think that your, your situation is the worst, you have a sick child, the other people will sick children. You fail the job, the other people will fail job. You have a problem. Everything you have, there is somebody else. That's how God designed the world. So that you don't have the right to have a pity party. Things like, oh, uh, I'm, I'm hurt. That's why I'm talking like that. Do you know how other people are hurt? Every time you do that, God gives you a control. Hallelujah. Yeah. Look. 
You got to move. Tell anybody, you got to move. I say, tell anybody, you got to move. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So the people say, look, Charlie, if we stay here, we are dying. If we sit down, we are dying. So let's move. Look, what is that? Make an effort. Move. Shake your neighbor and say, move. move. Say, you have been sitting for too long. Move. you see yeah sometimes sometimes the reason why we don't we don't make a move or we don't make an attempt is because we are afraid of failure the fear of failure the fear of failure hallelujah you are afraid that you will fail or you are afraid that they will laugh at you you are afraid that they will laugh at you. If you do it, it doesn't work, they will laugh at you. Mockery. Mockery. Failure. Mockery. But let me tell you something. Anything that you are doing, somebody will laugh at it. Any, look, anything that you are doing, somebody will mock at it. Hallelujah. Yeah. Whatever you are doing. Somebody will laugh at it. What about someone will mock? There will always be some blood and Tobias. Hallelujah. Because some of you, the reason why you don't you, 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 you don't you don't want to sing, because they will laugh at you. They will laugh at you. Because the last time you sang and it wasn't good, they were laughing. So you have decided, I will not sing again. Even if I sing, I will not be the lead singer, I'll be the backup. I will not do it again. Because they will laugh. Because the last time you sang, people will laugh. No! But whatever you do, people will laugh at you. So forget about it. I said forget about it. Hallelujah. Yeah. Preach. I said preach. They will, you see, there will always be Sambalat and Topias. Hallelujah. Yeah. Mockers. There are mockers all around. Okay? There are mockers all around. So don't worry about criticisms. Hallelujah. Yeah. There are mockers. You are better off attempting. Listen. Don't let fear of failure paralyze you. Yeah. Don't let fear of failure paralyze you. Yeah. Just the attempt. Is good. I mean, how many times don't we see mothers watch their children walking? And they take one, two, three. Then they fall down. Does the mother scold them? Does the mother hate them? Rather, when they fall down, they even clap for them. Oh, Joe! Oh, Joe! And they pick them again. Oh, Joe! They clap for them. Oh, Joe! Good job! They call again. Because a mother, a father, is know that you will fail sometimes. His role is to support you and encourage you so that you can go on. Is somebody hearing me? I said, somebody hearing me? So the fact that you have failed once does not mean you should stop attempting. The fact that it didn't work the first time does not mean. Why sit down? Why do you stop? I'm a Christian brother. You 
you, you, you try to propose to Agnes, she bounces you. No problem, no problem. Jennifer is there. Try that one to ah! <laughs> I mean, if you go to Jennifer and Jennifer also laughs at you, no problem. Give me two months, cool down, try Irene. <laughs> Some retreat, pay for three months, and try Margaret. You may never know limited. I say you may never know limited. In fact, I can tell you a secret. Shall I tell you? Shall I tell you? I should have a secret. Look at the secret. It has been shown that most men were not married to their first love. Say it again. Very few men were married to their first love. I'm telling you, most of them they tried Agnes. You see, but if it's heavy, you found out that if the first person your father proposed to marry, it would not have been your mother. <laughs> I should tell them. I should, yeah. The first person that your father proposed to said yes, that woman have loved your mother. Yeah. Most men that you see, oh honey, darling, no, that was not the original one. That was not the original. One. <laughs> I mean, a few, a few, but generally, as a rule, oh my darling. My sweetheart. No, 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 no. That was, if you, they will be honest, that was not the first woman they proposed. <laughs> the, 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 the men are sitting there quietly, but they know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, is it true? Is it true? It's true. It's true. <laughs> Was mom really your first love? <laughs> That's your dad. Say, one day, when your father said, relax, say, Dad, can I ask you a question? Dad, Daddy, so was mom true? Is it true? Was mom truly your first love? <laughs> dad, Dad, I won't tell mom, you just tell me. <laughs> hearing me? Yes. I say, is somebody hearing me? Yes. So don't stop. Don't let one failure or one setback. Hallelujah. Yes. You see, and don't be worried about criticisms. Okay? I should, let me teach you how to, uh, uh, let me teach you how to, how to do criticism. 
Okay, criticism is, see, criticisms don't bother to explain. And this is the reason. Those who don't like you will never understand you. Your enemies will never understand you. So don't bother. And your friends don't need explanation. (laughs) Hallelujah. Yeah, so don't bother. Just carry on. I said, just carry on. Don't stop your time always trying to explain to people. Because those, those who don't understand you will never understand you. And those who are your friends don't need an explanation. If you are my friend, I don't need to explain to you. Hallelujah. So keep on moving. I say keep on moving. Yeah. And the Bible says, and they rose up in the twilight to go into the camp of the Syrians. And when they were come to the uttermost part of the camp of Syria, behold, there was no man there. For the Lord had made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise of chariots and a noise of horses, even the noise of a great host. And they said one to another, Lo, the king of Israel had hired against us the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Bishans to come upon us. Wherefore they arose and fled in the twilight and left their tents and their horses and their houses, even the camp as it was, and fled for their life. And when, they, when, and when the slippers came to the uttermost part of the camp, they went into one tent and did eat and drink and carried them silver and gold and raiment and went and hid it and came again and entered into another tent and carried them also and hid it. Then they said to one another, we do not well. This is a day of good tidings. I'm going to tell this story. Attempt great things. You see, Better try than not try. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Better try. Because in this story, in their effort, God did a miracle. In their effort, God did a miracle. I'm saying it again. In their effort, God, as they started to walk, Suddenly, God amplified the noise. So if they had stayed still, the miracle would not happen. If they had not moved, the miracle would not happen. You are believing God for a miracle. Make a move. In your move, God will do a miracle. (laughs) Hallelujah. You cannot believe God for a miracle without making a move. You are believing God for a breakthrough. It it is in your effort. God does. A miracle. Yeah. Attempt something. Attempt something. And let the hand of God be upon it. Are you hearing me? Yes. In their effort. In their effort. They didn't know that within that leprous legs was, they didn't know that underneath that leprous legs was a mighty force. Where the thunderous force. Sometimes you don't even know what's in you. You don't know what is in you. You don't know the greatness in you. Until you begin to make an effort, then you see like, ah, of a truth, there was something greater in me that I didn't even know. Attempt something. Attempt. You, you don't even know that the same. You said an anointing to preach. 
You didn't know the second anointing to sing. You didn't know the second anointing to witness. But as they made the effort, in their effort, God did a miracle. God, the miracle was not about to happen if they had sat down. That is why the Bible said that, and He will bless the works of your hands. He will bless the works of your hand. He will bless the works of your hand. So if the, your hand is in your pocket, there is nothing to bless. He will bless the works of your hand. Is your hand doing something? A lot of Christians are too lazy. Their hands are in their pocket. And they are saying, bless me. And, and the angels come. God asks angel. He says, you should bless me. Then, they say, then the angels will come and say, okay, bring the blessing too. What does he have? Zero. Then, then Gabriel will say, ah, we brought the million multiplier to come and multiply what he's doing. But when we came, it was zero. So when we add the million, million times zero. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, had, we came to multiply by a million. But we found what? And zero times a million. Math 101. And the angels know math. That's why God said, I will bless the way. I will multiply. I will increase. I will make it grow. Something in your hand. So as they began to move, suddenly, that little thing became multiplied. Let me tell you something. Attempt. My whole message tonight is attempt. I say my home message tonight is what? I say my home message tonight is what? I say my home message tonight is what? Stand up to your feet. I've closed. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Attempt. Holy Spirit. Thank you. Sing a song. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, yes, let's pray. Attempt, 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 attempt. Make a move. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Any song? Attempt a song, that's all. <laughs> Holy Spirit. 